Project Taryag Day 42. And we have to Mitzvah Reish Samech Aleph. And that is a Mitzvah on the Bastin to enforce the death penalty of Skila, of Srefa, of burning when that's what's warranted by the Torah. And the case for that, which the Pasuk is talking about, is if a person would have a rise with a lady and her mother. If that's the case, the Pasuk says, You burn them with a fire. And that normally would apply to the second of the two ladies. In other words, a person is allowed to marry a lady. There's no issue in that. But if you then marry her mother or her daughter, then he and the second lady would be high this penalty. The din of Shreifa doesn't mean that they burnt an, an, at the stake. The din of Shreifa, the Gemara explains, means that they used to tie them, open their mouths, and pour in melted, boiling uh, lead, and the result would be an internal destruction of the digestive tract, which would cause them to die. That was called Shreifa. This mitzvah only applies to the judges, the men who and the basin who have to enforces penalty of Shreifa and if the Basin didn't do this didn't fulfill their Khiv, they'd be in the battle of this mitzvah as We already saw beforehand and this is only according to the Rambam who counts each of the four penalties that Basin have to administer as a separate mitzvah. The Ramban incorporates them all into one general mitzvah and Basin to carry out the obligations that the Torah puts on them to do. Mitzvah Reish Samach base, and that is not to follow in the ways of the Goyim. The Pasuk says, Don't follow the laws of the nations that I'm chasing out of Israel for you. And even though that's applying to the nations who are then Eretz Israel, by extension, the same rule applies to any other religion or nationality that we shouldn't follow in their ways, because since they are not obeying Hashem, they have their own belief systems and religions. Following them is going to lead Israel of Hashem's derech as well. This then extends not just to religious ceremonies, but also not to be involved in their culture. And therefore the Gemara says it's also to go to their theatres and their amphitheatres or any other kind of activity that they're going with doing. It would be also for Jews to participate in that to dress in similar clothing, to have a similar hairstyle to them, but also be part of this Isra Chukasagoy. The reason for that, we don't want to connect and we don't want to come too close to the Goyim because uh, that's going to serve to make us act like them and distract us from our Havana and that is our decision. This mitzvah applies in every place in time, both the men and the ladies, and if a person is over in it and does follow the style, culture, or activities of the Goyim with intention to be like them, says the Chinuch is Chayv Malkus. For the person who plans himself to detaching himself from the culture of the Goyim and their activities, and instead of that focuses on the mitzvahs of Hashem, Nafsheh B'Tav Tolin, Zari Yerosharet, which means he'll be Roy to get Olam Mitzvah Reish Samach Gimel. These are the mitzvahs applying to the Kohenim. And that is that a normal Kohen is not allowed to become Tomei to a mace, to a dead person, unless it's one of his seven relatives. And as the Pasuk says, that a Kohen shouldn't be Tomei himself by being in contact with a dead person. 
The reason for this mitzvah says the Khinlach the Fisha Khanim Nivkhur Navidas Hashem Barakhu. The Khanim were chosen to serve Hashem and therefore they were instructed to separate from coming into contact with the Mesim because Tumma before is something which is a distraction to Kedusha, something which is so to speak disgusting and lowering in a person's spiritual standard. And the highest form of Tumma is the dead human being. And therefore, specifically here, the Torah instructed the coin to keep away from that level of Tumma. Why is a human being so Tommy when he dies? The Chilach gives the reason. And he says, because when the Torah of the Seichel, the person's intelligence, the person's Neshama, leaves him, his death is just the physicality of his body, which was the part of him which connected to what was bad, that was yet to hard work with. And not only that, it also served to be something which brought down his neshama, so to speak, because by doing a virus, the person didn't just metame his body, but rather the body is metame his nefesh as well. And therefore, when the spiritual part of it, his neshama, his seichel, has left him, so what's left is just the surrounding tumor, which comes from the body on its own. And therefore, when the neshama leaves and all that's left is the body, Really, it should be also for everybody to approach it, not to connect to that level of Tumah. But it says, the Chinuch, the Darkei Atayra, Darkei Noyam, and therefore Hashem didn't want to metzire the relatives who were close to the person. And now that he's no longer there, if they wouldn't be allowed to be in proximity to his body, so to speak, and have the opportunity to cry and heal themselves, so to speak, emotionally by doing that, as a Chinuch, so the Torah didn't forbid them to do that. Whereas when it comes to the Koinim, to the Oiv the Hashem, so then the Halacha would apply that it's not appropriate for them to be in such close contact with something which is so Tommy. And the Chinuch says, I found the Raya for this concept that uh, the Tumor comes from the body's connection to the Ra and from the Gemara which says that Tzadikim aren't Matami. And why? Because the Tzadik whose body is pure who's never sinned, therefore he hasn't connected himself to that that evil, and if that's the case, the Tumah doesn't apply to him either. There are three kinds of Tumah's mace, three ways a person can become Tomei from a dead person. The one is by touch, the other one is by carrying him, and the third one is by being in the same oil, in the same building, or the same room. Touch means any part of his body, which comes into contact with the body of the mace, it could be his hair, it could be his nails, all these things are time a person by touching the mace. When it comes to carrying the mace, so this would apply to a person who takes, who bears the weight. Even if he's not carrying him directly, there are a number of layers in between them. That's still called carrying the mace, and therefore he would be Tommy Thomas Maso. Similarly, if a person moves the mace, not necessarily by lifting him up, but by what we call Hesed, by moving him, that's also in the category of carrying him, of Maso, and you'd be Tommy. And even if he didn't touch him, there's all no deal of Thomas Nagel of touch, it would still be the Isra of Thomas Massa. When it comes to how Tommy the person becomes, so by carrying, by touching the mace, both the person and his clothing are Tommy. When it comes to carrying the mace, the person is Tommy, but not the Kalim he's wearing. And the third level of Tommy is something which only applies to Masim, and that is Thomas Oil which means the whole area where the mace is becomes Tomei, 
and therefore anything else which is in the same under the same roof, whether it's a person, food, clothing, or utensils, will all become tummy as well. Even if a person doesn't go fully into the enclosure of the mace, he just puts in a part of his body, he will also become completely tummy. The sin of Tumas mace doesn't just apply to the whole body of the mace, even a kazais of the body of the mace, or any organ of the mace, or even a fetus which miscarried and is not yet fully formed, could also be tome as Tumas mace and metame, and it attaches them always in the same room as they are in. An organ to be tummy from a mace, means something which has both a bone and skin and flesh, as opposed to, let's say, a tooth, which is only a bone, that wouldn't be metame for oil. However, enough bones which form a, a majority of the amount of the 248 bones in the body, or a majority of the size of a person, for example, the two thigh bones, or the skull, or the spine, which are called rov binyane or rov minyane. In cases like that, these are also... In a case like that, then all these bones will have to be complete. And if I'm talking about just a collection of bones, so Chazal gave a shira, what's called a reva hakav, is a certain weight of bones, is also matame if the human bones in the place where they're in. This iser to become tame to a mace applies only to konim, who men konim, not the ladies. It applies in every place in time, even when there's no base and mikdash. And if a person, a coin, is over and he does not tummy himself on purpose to a mace, he's like every mitzvah later saying he's chayv malchus. Mitzvah reish samachtadad, and that's the continuation of this, and that is when it comes to the seven relatives of a coin, who he's closest to, then he is mechayv to tummy himself. It's talking about his coin's wife, it says, Loh, itama, he should tummy himself to her. And the Ramam learns this is mitzvah to say. And same thing, the Sifra says, if the coin doesn't want to betime himself to his relatives, we force him to betime. This is a mitzvah. His relatives are his parents, his son or daughter, his brother or sister, or his wife. And therefore, it's not up to the coin to want to become tame. If he doesn't want to betime himself to a immediate relative, we'll force him or we'll even betime him because that's his mitzvah. The Rambam learns out from here the whole principle of the mitzvah of Avedus which applies not just to Koine, but to all Jews, that they have to misabel, they have to mourn their close relatives who have been nifted. And there's a Kalvachayim. If even the Koine, who normally is forbidden from being with himself to a mace, is Chayev to do so in the case of his close relatives, so for sure every Jew would be Mechuyev to time himself and misabel to mourn for his dead relatives as well. The Gemara says a number of places that when it comes to Avelus, the first day of Avelus, the day when the person died and is buried is Midaraisa, and thereafter it's only Midrabana. Even though the Gemara says the other six days of Avelus are Midrabana, we already find in Chazal, and the Ram brings us, that the one who enacted this Takana of seven days of mourning was Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore it has the weight of Rabbanon, but coming from Moshe himself. The time of Elus begins is only after the Kvura is completed, which means they finish filling in the earth on the grave. As long as the, the dead person hasn't yet been buried, so the dinim of Avelis don't yet apply. There's a different dinim called Oinen, which means which has its own halachas, 
what a person is or not allowed to do before the kvur. A child who's miscarried, if it's before, there's no deliver virus. Not only that, if it's uh, not a ben kayama, which means it wasn't, he wasn't yet fully, or we're not sure he was fully able to live, or he died before 30 days old, in a case like that, there would be no virus either. Similarly, people who separate themselves from the Daichi Tzibu, from the rest of Klai Yisrael, or apostates, heretics, all the categories of people who no longer have the privileges of being part of the Jewish people, the Allah is that the relatives are not mechuyev to keep a virus for them. And not only that, when a Russian dies, it's not a punishment for his relatives. It's a, in a way, it's even a schos for the person himself who died, because he's been prevented from doing further averus. Similarly, the Chinuchi brings it in that if a person commits suicide in certain circumstances, that we know for sure that he tried to kill himself, there's no averus either. Chazal enacted a lot more categories of averus as well. And that is besides for the original seven days, this is the Nefshloshim, which is 30 days, which less restrictions apply to. In the case of a parent, there's a dinner of 12 months, the whole year of Avedus, which also has its own restrictions which apply to it. And the halach is that if Yom Tov would fall during the Shiva, it would mevatel the rest of the Shiva. If Yom Tov would fall during the Shloshim, it would mevatel the rest of the Shloshim. For this halacha, the Yom Tovim are Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, as well as Shoshan and Yom Kippur. So each one of them would mevatel the level of Avedus where the person's holding right then. Similarly, there's a din of Kriya, which is when a person finds out about a relative who died, he has to tear his clothing. Same thing, if a person watches a Jewish person die, he has to tear his clothing. Even if a person finds out much later about a person who died a long time previously, according to the Ramban, he has to do Kriya as well. Same thing if a person's teacher dies, or God will be Israel. In all these cases, a different dinim of the Chi of Kriya. Chiyotatel was clothing as a part of the principle of Avedus. There's also a din of a hesped, which means to eulogize a dead person, and when it's practical, we know how to give his spade and Shabbos to Yom Tov. And uh, in the case of a Tamil Chachamudad, we even battle everybody else to participate in the vine, to hear the hesped. And the Halach also discusses what a person can and can't say in a hesped. Similarly, there's a din that a relative that a person would misable on, if that person is an available to one of their relatives, so there's certain restrictions that the, the Ovel's relatives have as well. There are also further categories of relatives, which even though they aren't in the Torah's list of the immediate relatives, Rabbanon added them to the list of a person has to misable for, and that is a brother only from the mother's side, Or a married sister. In the Rabbani, there's a din of Averus for these people as well. When it comes to a girl for his parents who are not Jews, or in the case of uh, Eved who became free, so there's no din to Miss Abel because Adachiki they're no longer considered related. The reason for this mitzvah, the Chinuch explains to us, and he says, because the point of the mitzvah is. Is A person is inspired by what he does. And if that's the case, when a person suffers the punishment that one of his relatives dies, 
those people are shayateva, mechayev, ahavadahem, that by nature, naturally he would love them. So the Torah is mechayevim to do actions, to act in a way which will moir him, which will arouse him to understand that because of the tsar which is feeling, that he deserves it because of whatever Avera Hashem chose to punish him for. Akash doesn't punish for nothing. And if that's the case, Emunah's Klaistral is that when everything that happens is because Hashem wanted it to happen to us. And when a person focuses on that, when it comes to Havelus, so that brings him to each other. And it brings him to correct what he did wrong in the future. And if that's the case, the Havelus and the focus on the principle of reward and punishment, the principle of the, the future beyond this world, and the tzara that a person feels and realizes was was justified, all these things bring a person to gain, so to speak, from the Avedus process. Whereas those people that say everything is natural, everything is, happens on its own with no rhyme or reason, people die for any random cause or medical issue, and if they don't gain anything or don't learn anything from the process, so that's the case, they... They have lost this principle of imuna, which the Torah wants us to understand and internalize. This mitzvah, which means the mitzvah of the coin to be mutam himself for his immediate family, applies to male koinim in every place and time. The ladies, anyway, the restrictions didn't apply to, and therefore there's no chiyuv to mutam them for their relatives. What we learned after here, which is the Chiv of Avelus for everyone, for Midra, not just for the Kohanim, that would also apply to in any present time, but here would apply equally to men and to women. A Kohen who doesn't want to metame to his immediate relatives, so he's Mivatlas essay, and as we said before, basically can force him to do it. Mitzvah Reish Samachay, and that the Pazak says, Bemayim Yuvo Batome the Erevatar, regarding a Kohen who's Tome, and is not allowed to do a voida on the status of Tumah. So, even after he's gone to the mikveh and immersed himself to become Tar, the Torah tells us that until the end of that day, until the sun sets, he's still considered Tumah, albeit to a lower level, but enough of a Tumah that he can't do a void in the Mesa Mikdash, even with at the Tumah of a Tulyam, as a person who's tabled that day and hasn't yet finished his entire process. from the Pasuk, it says which means they shouldn't be mechalal, they avoid what they're doing and even though we don't need this for a Tommy because we already have a Pasuk for that so the Gemara applies it for a person on a lesser dark of Tumah called the Tfulyam the reason for the Mitzvah the coin is the emissary between Hashem and the Jewish people and therefore he brings the Korbanus and does the Avoidah in order to effect an appeasement between Hashem and the Jewish people and therefore, it's imperative on him that he's on a level of tire of purity, in order to do that. And therefore, since he was Tomei today, the same day he's still connected somewhere to that Ruach of Tumah, says the Chinuch. He says, we don't understand that, but Baruch Adon The one who created the world, he knows, and he understands these principles, and he understands when a person detaches himself completely from the status of Tumah he was in, and that's when he allows the coin to come back and to avoid in the base of Mikdash. It's regardless what the person was Tomei with, 
where there was Tumas Mace, which is the most common Tumah, or Tumas touching a dead Sheris, which is a much more medical form of Tumah. After going to the Mikveh, either way around, the person will be at full Yom until the end of that day, whether it was referring to a Tumah Daraisa or even a Tumah Darabon. If a person is still at full Yom and you would touch Shroma or other Kodesh food, you would, would make it into what's called a Shlishi, which means you would be also to eat it. However, this delicate level of Tumah only applies to Truma and Kodshim. If it's full yom, would touch regular food, he wouldn't make it. Also, to eat, wouldn't make it Tumah. In the words of the Gemara, regular food can only be a Shani Tumah, and it can't become a Shlishi, which means it can't become Tumah by being touched by a full yom. Similarly, the full yom won't be other people or other Kalim by touching them. However, if he touches liquids, so there's a special Chumrah Chazal enacted by liquids, that he will make them Tumah. This Isser, <coughs> not to do Avoida, is a Tvulyam, applies to male Koenim, when there was a Besam Migdash and a place to do Avoida. And if a, a coin would do Avoida while he was Tomei, he's Chayav Mesebidei Shemayim. Like many of the other Isserim, which are going to get to the Besam Migdash.